Hi, my name is Andre Mercier. I am 35 years old. I'm originally from Easton, Maryland, and I am an animation supervisor. Hello, I'm Sierra. I'm also 35. I'm from Sun Valley, Idaho, and I'm a floral designer, an actor, and a figure skater. Sierra and I have been together for nine and a half years. This fall will mark 10 years together. Andre and I dated for a year and two months before we got married. And now we've been married for eight years. If I had to describe our love story, I would say it's cosmic. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. My dating life before I met Andre was kind of like going with the flow. I just would start dating someone and see what happened, but nothing was ever really that serious. And then before I met Andre, I decided I was kind of tired of that and I really wanted a long-term committed relationship. So I feel like I declared to the universe that that's what I was ready for. And if I happen to marry the next person I date, then I was okay with that. Before I met Sierra, I had been single for about a year living in Los Angeles. I had been on a few dates, but didn't find anyone that I really clicked with. And I definitely was not planning on getting into a long-term relationship or settling down at all. I was in my mid-20s and I thought settling down for me wouldn't even happen until my 30s probably. Andre and I met very mystically through a roommate ad on Craigslist. I had just moved to Los Angeles and my living situation fell through and I had to find an emergency place to live. And I came across a very good looking Craigslist ad for a roommate, answered the ad and came to see the place and Andre was renting out his guest room. My first impression when I saw Sierra for the first time was whoa, this could potentially be someone moving into my place. Uh, I was a little uh, taken aback by her beauty and her presence right off the bat. I had already showed the place to a few people and I had appointments lined up for the rest of the week for people who wanted to come see the house. But as soon as Sierra came over and we met, I actually emailed everyone else and I apologized to them and I told them that the room had already been taken. And some of them were kind of upset because they were very interested in the place. But I said, I'm sorry, the the room has been filled already. My first impression meeting Andre at his apartment was that, wow, he's really tall. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, and he's really cute. And we sat down and talked in his kitchen for a little bit and realized we had a ton of things in common. And so I was really excited to think, wow, like, I really like this guy and he could be my future roommate. I hope that he lets me move in. The day after that Sierra met with my landlord and signed the paperwork, we decided to go out for drinks and get to know each other just as roommates Neither of us had any idea that that would actually be our first date. 
Our first date, or at least getting to know each other for the first time, took place at the Wellsbourne, which is this old English-style lounge in Los Angeles. And the booths there are lined with shelves of really old books. And so we sat down, grabbed some drinks, got to know each other, talked about all those taboo things you're not supposed to talk about on a first date because it wasn't a first date. We were just being friendly and getting to know each other as roommates. And we just had so much fun that we just kind of naturally started playing games with each other and we'd pull a book off the shelf and open it up to a random place and read a paragraph to each other in a different accent every single time. And we did this for, felt like hours until the bar closed down. They kicked us out and we continued to talk outside the bar for another half an hour, just standing on the street. We were just having so much fun with each other. We didn't want to say goodbye. Andre and I got together on this quote unquote first date because he was getting ready to leave town and go home to the East Coast for Thanksgiving. And I wasn't even supposed to move in for another two weeks, but we just wanted to get to know each other. And we actually continued to stay in touch the whole time he was out of town. When I was on the East Coast, Sierra had offered to pick me up from the airport when I got back. And I said, no, it's fine. My old roommate will pick me up. But as time progressed, I was feeling so strongly about her that I changed my mind. I told my old roommate, don't worry about it. I've got a ride from the airport and Sierra picked me up. And it was like we were reuniting, even though we'd only seen each other twice before ever. And our Sierra moved in and we each went to sleep in our respective bedrooms. And as we closed the doors and said goodnight to each other, it honestly felt a little odd, but it was only the right thing to do on the first night. It was the second night that we were roommates living together. And that's when the landlord came over with the lease for us to sign the paperwork. And we were, you know, feeling celebratory. We popped a bottle of wine. And then we decided to continue to get to know each other more. And Andre wanted to share his art and the short films that he's made. He's an incredible photographer, videographer, and editor. And I shared my art, my figure skating, and we exchanged music. So we were just like bonding through the fact that we're both artists. And at one point, Andre just leaned over and kissed me. And the old me, like I mentioned, would have been like, let's go with the flow here, see what happens. But I'd read a book earlier in the year called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, written by Steve Harvey. And one of the things that he suggests is to just say what you want, be upfront with men. And so I decided to take that bit of advice to heart. And after Andre kissed me, I looked at him and I said, what are we doing? I just signed a six-month lease. And... I'm at a point in my life where I want a long-term committed relationship. And if you're not ready for that, that's totally okay. I think we're good enough friends. We can laugh this off, but I need to like go back to my room right now. And so we just stayed up late talking about it and kissing a little bit more. And then... Finally, he just kind of grabbed me and kissed me really hard and pulled back and said, yes, 
I want to make this work. And that was the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> In the early days of us getting to know each other, it was so atypical from your normal dating situation because we were living together. We were seeing each other every morning and every night. And you just get to know someone so quickly when you live with them. And you can't put up any fronts or play games or anything like that. You're just there raw in the same space with this person. And you just have to be your genuine self. And because both of us were doing that, we felt like we got to know each other so fast. And, you know, we just clicked. We got along super well. And it was just so easy and so effortless that the only natural thing I felt was to ask her to officially be my girlfriend. And that came a week after she moved in. I came home from work one day and ran into Andre's room and kissed him, excited to see him. And then, did you tell me to go in my room from there? What? Yeah, you came into my room and then I think you went towards the kitchen and I was like, Sierra, you got to look in, look what's in your room right now. <laughs> okay, so I went into my room and he had written in rose petals, red rose petals on my white comforter. Will you be my girlfriend and a heart? And I was just so shocked. I'd never been asked to be someone's girlfriend, especially so romantically before. And so then I ran back into his room and I was like, ah, yes. I knew that I wanted to propose to Sierra in a big way. I didn't want it to be a small thing by any means. So I suggested that we go to her favorite place on earth, which is Kauai. I had never been. She had grown up going to that island many times, but I felt like that would be the perfect place to ask for her hand in marriage. And while we were there on the island, I had booked us a helicopter tour of the whole island of Kauai. And I had made a little deal with the pilot to give us some alone time at this waterfall that this one company will take you to. It's completely secluded in the middle of the island, inaccessible by any road. You can only get there by helicopter. It also happens to be the helicopter that they filmed the opening scene of Jurassic Park on when they first land on the island, Manawaiopuna. And the helicopter set us down. There were two other couples on the helicopter with us. One was on their honeymoon and another was on their 10-year anniversary, which we felt was auspicious. And the pilot asked the two of them to go back to the helicopter with them so we could have a little alone time there. And I set my camera up on a tripod and I said, Sierra, let's go take some photos in front of the waterfall. And because Andre is a photographer, I didn't think too much about him like setting his camera up and wanting us to pose for some photos in front of the camera. So he did that and we were there. He had put a time lapse on, so it was taking one photo every second. And we were standing in front of the waterfall, smiling, and then we kissed. And then he just started talking to me and looking me in the eyes and telling me 
all the things that he loved about me and how beautiful I was. And and then before I knew it, he was down on one knee and he pulled a ring out and said, will you marry me? And I said, of course, yes. And meanwhile, the camera is capturing the whole thing. And as soon as I said yes, the sun broke through the clouds and just rained down on us all this beautiful sunlight with the gorgeous waterfall behind us. I just couldn't have directed it any better. It was so incredible, this moment. And then we got back on the helicopter and celebrated with the other couples. And then we continued to fly around and see the magical sights of Kauai. It was amazing. Because Andre and I had just met, we just got engaged, it all happened so fast. We decided to have a long engagement and we were just gonna plan for a small closest friends and family barefoot wedding in Hawaii. But right after we got engaged and because we have this crazy story, my mom was like, you should keep your eyes out for wedding contests. You know, like you could win a dress or you could win a honeymoon. And after we got engaged, I had signed up on thenot.com, like most engaged women do, where you can plan your whole wedding out. And shortly after I signed up, they had sent a flyer out to all their members that they were hosting the first ever Not Dream Wedding. And one lucky couple would win a $100,000 wedding in Bryant Park, in New York City on Valentine's Day, and it listed all the things that it came with. And I ran to Andre, I was like, Andre, we're perfect for this. We have to submit. When she told me that, I said, Sierra, nobody wins those contests. There's not even any point in trying. But I was like, who cares? Like, we have to just submit. So we started planning how we were gonna submit a three-minute video saying why your story is so unique and romantic and why you should win this wedding. So we planned out how we were going to do it. We decided to kind of recreate how we met. So we had a friend come and film me coming up to the apartment for the first time and Andre answering the door. With Andre's editing and video skills, he turned it into really like a short film. It was so beautifully done. And we felt really good about our entrance. And we submitted and we found out from the knot, they called us and they said, you guys are first runners up. They were going to pick four finalists to go into the like final round of the wedding. And they told us that we were number five and that if something were to happen to one of the other couples, we would get their spot. And I was pretty disappointed because I was like, our video and our story, it's the best. And Andre, he was actually really optimistic. And he was like, I still have a good feeling about this. Like, don't give up. And so we stayed strong. We stayed positive. And the following day, the knot called us back and they said, we reviewed your tape and we really like you guys. So we've decided to change the rules a bit. We're going to have five finalists now. So congratulations, you're finalists. And that meant that we would now be going into the final round, which required a three-day voting period. 
And the couple that earned the most votes in the three days would win this wedding. And the catch to winning the wedding was that you didn't get to choose anything. It was all voted on by the public. So they would get to vote on the theme of the wedding, the flowers, the cake, the rings that we were going to wear, the dress that I was going to wear, what tux Andre was going to wear, the honeymoon. It was all voted on. I thought it was amazing, honestly. (laughs) So we campaigned really hard for three days. Andre took those three days off work. We did a full grassroots campaign, pounded the pavement, did everything we could, walked up to strangers, handed them flyers, told them about our story, asked them to vote for us. I built a website, andreandsierra.com. All you had to do was just go to the website and click the big red button. I made it about as easy as it possibly could to submit a vote for us. And then we just were like, you know what? We gave it our best shot and we'll see what happens. And the knot had told us that they wanted to Skype with all the couples the following morning after voting closed. And because they're on the East Coast, we were on the West Coast. It was like six in the morning for us and we had to be up and ready, camera ready. And we get on Skype and Anya, the woman running the whole show, she said, how do you think you guys did? And we were like, well, we think we, think we did pretty well. We did our best. And she's like, great. Well, you guys are the winners. And we just exploded in screams and tears. And it was like just unbelievable hearing that we had won this dream wedding. And less than a week later, I was on a plane with my mom flying to New York to go try on dresses to choose my four favorites so that the public could then vote on which one I would wear. And they did a whole hair and makeup thing on me and the public voted on what hair and makeup I should wear. It was out of this world. The wedding was amazing. Everything that the public voted on was exactly what we would have wanted. We feel very fortunate that people have good taste. One of the elements of the wedding that was voted on as well was the honeymoon. The Knot chose several destinations around the world. And we had come up with the idea in the meantime that because we felt so grateful for having this incredible wedding gifted to us, that we wanted to pay it forward in some way. And we decided that we would do charity work on our honeymoon. And we had also both really wanted to go to Japan for a long time. I have Japanese heritage. Sierra practices Japanese Buddhism. We love Japanese food. And just uh, about two years before, they had been struck by the devastating earthquake and tsunami. And we asked if we could add Japan to be one of the countries that could get voted on because we felt so strongly about going there. And they said, yes. And they revealed to us on our wedding day at the ceremony that Japan was the winning vote and that that's where we were going to be going on our honeymoon. And the crowd was super happy for us. We were so excited. We were finally getting to go to Japan. On our own dime, we extended to Thailand and Bali and we found volunteering opportunities in all three of those countries. So in Japan, we volunteered in the northern part of the island that was most hardest hit by the tsunami. And we did some cleanup relief efforts there. 
In Thailand, we volunteered at an elephant sanctuary who takes in rescued and abused elephants. And, and in Bali, we volunteered at an orphanage for underprivileged children. So it was a lovely experience, a little bit of volunteering mixed in with a lot of exploration and eating and scuba diving and picture taking. And it was an amazing six-week Asian excursion. What I love about Sierra the most, she is just the most loving being. She is so kind and caring and generous and giving, and she's so present all the time and thoughtful. And I just love being with her and feeling her energy and presence. We just get along so great all the time. We rarely ever have arguments or disagreements. We're always on the same page when it comes to what we want to eat, what movie we want to watch, what music we want to listen to, where we want to travel. It's just like we see eye to eye on everything. Just life together with Sierra is just so easy and wonderful. And I love her with all my heart. I really love Andre's thoughtfulness. He's just always so thoughtful and thinking of me in everything he does. And he's so loving too. He accepts me and he loves me. Like he said, he loves me with all his heart. Like I really feel that on a daily basis. And I love how calm and collected he is. And I feel like that's how we're able to always get through things really easily and just have like a conversation about it as opposed to arguing about it. We have conversations. And I love that we get along so well and we travel and I mean, he said everything. I, I just want to ditto all of it. I think because we continually choose to love each other and feel grateful for one another. Our love just continues to grow every single day. I'm most excited about Sierra and I have been together for almost 10 years together and it has been the most amazing 10 years together and we've had so much time for each of us to enjoy each other to the fullest and be selfish with each other and our time. But We've been feeling lately like it's time to bring another being into the world. And so what I'm looking forward to most in the hopefully not too distant future is to starting a family. Like Andre, I too am looking forward to bringing a being into this world together. And I look forward to seeing more of the world and traveling more together and continuing to share our light and love with the planet. Thanks for listening to Our Love Story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and on Twitter at ParCast Network. For more episodes of Our Love Story, follow us on Spotify and check out other ParCast originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from ParCast. It was created by John Cohen. 
Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Mike Ramos. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by Kristen Acevedo, John Cohen, Tristan McNeil, and associate produced by Alex Trigvadotter. <laughs>